Good afternoon. As we come to worship our God, I want to begin with a story of a friend of mine who told me that he has a friend who both of them love gambling. So they always love to gamble, especially on horses. That's their big thing. So they say they went gambling and one time his friend betted on the horse and the horse came in last. He said, I'm going to change my strategy now. He put the bet on another horse, came in last. So he lost all his money. Then the following day, he went there without money. He saw a priest come in, bless a horse. And this horse came in number one. He said, hmm, okay. He went back another time. The priest again came back, blessed another horse. It came in number one. So now he knew the trick. Next time, he came with all his money and waited for the priest. After he saw the priest blessing this horse, he went and bet all his money on this horse. But this time, the priest didn't only bless the horse, he touched the horse everywhere in the eyes. He said, this must be the horse. So in the middle of the race, the horse falls down and he dies. So he comes and tells the priest, what happened? I thought each horse you bless wins. The priest looked at him and said, well, that's the problem if you don't understand the difference between a blessing and last right. <laughs> Today, the Word of God is asking us to look in our lives and ask the question, how are the decisions that I make put God to be the center of those decisions? So all of us at a certain stage of life, we make decisions. Sometimes they're very small decisions. Sometimes they're big decisions that have an impact not only to you, but even those around you and those around your life. So how do you make your decisions? The first reading is taking us from the Book of Wisdom, which was written in uh, maybe like, like a century before Christ came in, but it was written in Egypt, in Alexandria, and the chapter 9 we've had today, the author is asking us, who can discern the mind of God? Who can know the will of God? Of course, he's calling us that the only way we can come to know the, the will of God is discernment through God's wisdom. God's wisdom, that's God's spirit. So the spirit of God has been given to us in our baptisms, in our confirmation, it helps us to guide us on our way in life, to discern what's God's will, what's God's plan for my life today? What does God seek from me today, for me and for my family? Because remember, there is nothing like a small decision you make. It will impact your children, your relatives, your mother, your father, but it's a very important decision. This way is reminding us that like the culture of the time in Egypt, most of these Jews wanted to adapt to the cultural values of, of, of those around them. But he's telling them, no, that's not how we adapt. We adapt by letting God guide us to understand God's values, not just to be like anyone around us. So if we know that we have to seek God in everything we do, then Jesus is calling us to be true disciples and says, a true disciple, what, what is going to do first? 
Jesus, Luke is using the word hate. You must hate. Your, not only your, your mother, your father, your, your siblings. He says, even your own life, you have to hate it. Matthew gives us another version, but maybe there's something. He says, if you don't love me more, look, Matthew says, love me more. But in all this, is reminding us one thing that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, of course, and of course, he's, he's a celebrity. This is a miracle worker, a healer, people admiring him. So as he's going to Jerusalem, they're saying, yeah, yeah, let's go. He's telling them, no, it's not going to be fun all the time. There's some times whereby we have to make decisions. We have to make tough choices. And Jesus is reminding us today to do that. We must be able to let go of what we think is our foundation. So all of us, we have something we are attached so much to. Maybe they are families, friends, your job, your career, whatever it is. We get attached to that so much. And we think that it's the reason why we are here. So he's telling us, no, everything we have, families, jobs, relatives, you name it, which we're attached to, they are not the source. Those are only resources which the source, God, uses to help us come closer to him. So whatever we have in our lives, let us look, look at it this way. But God is asking us one thing. It's not the source. Those are resources that I have put in your life. So the danger is these resources begin to possess us. We try to think, without this, I can't live. Without this, there's no life. He says, no, God is the foundation of every relationship, everything I do. So if as a disciple of Christ, I know that God is at the center, what does that lead me to? The more I love God, the more I love those I love. Just, that's how it works. If I love God more, it automatically drives me to love my family more, my friends more, my neighbors more. Because the love flows from God that pushes me to love even more. So it doesn't take, okay, deny everyone and go home. No, it says, no, you love me more. Then let my love flow from this love to attract other people. So let's spread, spread around the world. So the question is, as we begin the day, God already says one thing. Each day is a blessing to your life. The new day, the new blessings. He's asking us, which decisions are you going to make today? And how are those decisions make you a true disciple who I want you to be? Because if we know God is the center of our decisions, we can be assured of one thing, we are on the right path. The Lord be with you.